everyone, and welcome to this special edition of the Modern Cotton Story, sponsored by E3 Sustainable Cotton from BASF. I'm Jennifer Crumpler, Fiber Development Manager from BASF and Manager of our E3 Sustainable Cotton Program. And I am so excited to be joined today for this special episode by Bob Anishat with Ola Inc. Bob, how are you doing today? Uh, doing great, Jennifer. Thank you very much. Hope you're doing well. Hope your day's going well. I am. I am and going great. And, um, you know, and I am just super excited and super happy to introduce um, everyone to our special guest, Patrick Stewart of Keep It Here, the Los Angeles-based clothing manufacturer and one of our new partners um, at E3 and through Vidalia Mills. So, Pat, how are you doing today? Good. Thanks, guys. Hi, Jennifer. Hey, Bob. Great Great to be on with you guys. And thanks for having me. Super excited about this. Ab- yeah, absolutely. And Pat, you know, we, um, you guys just had a big announcement that came out with Vidalia Mills and E3 about personal protection equipment, such as masks and gowns. And um, along those lines, we announced through our E3 Sustainable Cotton Program that um, that will be used in many of the masks and gowns made in your factory from the yarn and fabric that comes from our partner down in Vidalia. So um, how do you guys, how are y'all feeling about everything and um, some of these changes that are going on with you? Oh, I feel, I feel great. Uh, during these uh, nerve wracking times, is actually a sense of uh, uh, stability within the business as we, as we take on this new PPE um, operation that we've set up. Um, we're able to, we're able to tap into a new category and actually uh, start making stuff within the U.S. that it hasn't been here, and luckily we're able to make it with E3 uh, yarn. Um, so that's that's kind of all the stuff that's been in work and stuff that we're working on and getting new designs out there and um, opening it up to the U.S. market and and then and beyond. So great to great to great to be partnered on it. Hey Pat, you know even uh, yesterday I was on a call with you and. Uh, we're real happy to uh, hear about uh, some more orders coming through. Yeah, from you for sure uh, for our yarn for the E3 yarn. So it's really expanding uh, pretty quickly. <laughs> so obviously everyone's very excited. Um, uh, I was uh, wanted to add on and and ask you to talk a bit about your company, Keep It Here, and the role that Keep It Here has within uh, the Omniverse Group, which is your I guess your uh, parent company. Correct. Yeah. So, the uh, Omniverse Group is a privately held fund that invests in multiple companies from technology, consumer products to manufacturing uh, with a focus on sustainability. Um, so I head up the, there's two sides to K2 Omniverse, which is the brand creative and K2 manufacturing. I head up uh, the manufacturing side because that's the uh, that's the world I know. Uh, and that's that's what we've uh, you know globally. I head that up, but our main focus is obviously made in USA because that's where ninety percent of our product comes from. Um, so that's when we were able to easily transition from a denim factory into a PP factory uh, during these times. Yeah, and that sounds interesting. And you know, just so our listeners know, Pat and I actually got to meet each other last um, fall and. 
I really um, was excited to see and have that partnership relationship kind of develop because just knowing, like you just mentioned, their focus on sustainability. And that is really one thing, um, you know, at BASF, it's something we talk about is not just being a program, but really a way of life for us. And through our E3 Sustainable Cotton, you know, just really being able to show how our the cotton farmers and the American cotton farmer is really, you know, some of the most sustainable people and group that you can work with. And, you know, Pat, along with that, you know, how do you guys feel about incorporating, you know, E3 Sustainable Cotton into your production of the mask and gowns and finally, you know, having that partner that kind of ties your whole value chain together that can give you that traceability and sustainability yeah for me when we first uh you know when i first got invited out to this farm to fashion event and went out there met with the farmers started learning more and more about it and you know the the initial intent when we uh started talking to vidalia was obviously obviously a focus on denim um and that was our main focus and then obviously not obviously, sorry. Uh, we we also were focused on yarn in general for our t-shirt programs and fleece programs that we're always working on. With that, we never lost focus on that, but along came the, the COVID crisis. Um, and my family was personally affected because they are frontline workers. My brother and sister are both nurses in the hospital systems. And just hearing about the problems with masks and this and the shortage of shields and gowns and whatnot i i i had to do something at home myself so i didn't uh, get frustrated with the situation and then we were able to work a, work obviously presented like hey what's going on with e3 what are we doing how how can we incorporate this into uh the need for right now and make it a long term instead of just a, a short-term fix so that that's what really has been getting me up in the morning uh, you know, we're working seven days a week, you know, personally, 18, 19 hours a day to make this happen and, 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 and keep it happening for the next, I mean, we, we have orders for the next four or five months of just mask alone. So we are uh, happy to serve and making it into E3 is the, uh, the quest and we're on a mission now. So happy to, uh, happy to keep it going. That's really cool, Pat. Uh, how do you feel? A uh, couple of questions about Made in USA. Um, a lot of folks are starting to talk about Made in USA. Uh, you, you, because of E3, have an uh, American-grown story as well. Um, what motivates you to uh, reach out to programs like that uh, and also to focus on Made in America? Uh, what are the advantages? Uh, are there any challenges to doing that? Uh, I think our audience would be very interested in getting your take on that. Yeah, so 10 years ago when I started Keep It Here, the whole premises of the name Keep It Here was to keep everything in America um, from what I was doing. I was in, I loved working on denim, I loved working on knits, but I knew I had a focus on denim right from the start. Um, and just, you know, you know, multiple times brands will tell you, oh, I can't, I can't make it in America. I can't, uh, I can't afford it because it's too expensive and minimum wages in California are too high and whatnot. I, I, I love the scenario of people finally starting to see the, the truth behind uh, what's been going on in supply chain 
for years now. You know, Keep It Here was around 10 years ago when I established it and made it made it is to what it is today. Um, but just knowing supply chains were broken, and I, I love seeing these people come back because I'm a, I, my my thought is it's about time. Um, thank you, and it's about time you came back to us because we've been here the whole time, and through thick and thin we survived. So uh, I, I can't be happier now to that the world knows what the what supply chain issues are out there, and we can you know help meet those needs and keep the American farmer. Uh, you know, because they are frontline workers as well, too. People don't uh, probably don't see a farmer as a frontline worker, but they're putting food on our tables. So, Pat, that's really, really interesting. Um, I was in the business, gosh, uh, almost 40 years uh, back. Uh, so I remember when the all the uh, clothing sourcing went offshore when they uh, had the WTO and so forth. Um, was curious in terms of uh, uh, how were you able to survive uh, with, with so much offshoring that occurred over the years, and and even now I understand you you have multiple shifts of people running in your factory. Correct. Uh, yeah. So o- over the years, um, I was able to survive by finding high end um, high end product and jeans and t-shirts and sweatshirts so I, I went the high-end route and I was able to avoid the uh, nickel and diming that was going on to make your t-shirt for as cheap as possible um, and I, I, that's how we survived for the 10 years uh, over the last over obviously the last uh, month and a half since COVID had hit we we have uh, we've tripled our shifts uh, we've gone to three shifts we've hired over now we're up to about 85 90 people um, due to the spacing is the reason why we had to actually go to three shifts because you can only have limited amount of people six feet apart, all those kind of new rules that have come up. Um, but people are obviously, um, unemployment's at its highest and, you know, we're, we're glad we're actually able to actually hire people at this time and keep them working and keep business in America and then, uh, and then use an E3 at the same time. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. So, um, you know, and I think we've talked about this, Pat and Bob, and one of the reasons I am so passionate around the E3 sustainable cotton program and BASF and really kind of bringing that value chain in the textile businesses. I grew up in a small town in southeastern North Carolina where we had three textile mills. Uh, My mother and grandmother worked in the mills. Um, So for me, I just see the passion. And I, you know, like you said, I remember and I can see like these small towns in my hometown that used to be thriving and going. And it was a place where, you know, employment and the meals and that was all kind of taken away. Um, So I just get really excited and have a special place in my heart for, you know, people like Pat and their business and what they're doing and, you know, and just finding ways of how we can help and support everywhere because it's bigger than just you and I. And, you know, Pat, you you said earlier about our growers being the frontline workers. And I think, you know, it's a very interesting conversation because just like I don't think people realize that their food doesn't come from a grocery store. You know, it's, I don't know if we really, people understand, well, hey, how does that clothing get there to that shelf, Correct. Um, you know, and, and some of those programs, but, you know, <laughs> it's, it's so interesting. But, um, you know, if we look post-COVID and post, you know, what we've got happening now, Pat, how, how do you think our E3 Sustainable Program can help support your business objectives, um, 
you know, as you look forward, it's your long-term plan. Uh, basically, we've been able to create a whole new division of our company, and we're we're targeting hospitals direct, and we'll be able to make reusable gowns. That way, everything's not throwaway, and you know, sticking to our sustainable story using the E three cotton uh, in a in a reusable gown that can be washed several times, and keeping the local hospitals and uh, local nursing homes and stuff like that up to speed with what uh, what's going on is our is a major major now part of our business and you know if we have to get another building or two great we'll we'll keep expanding uh because we we still need our t-shirts and we still need our jeans but uh this this need for uh ppe equipment isn't going away so happy to happy to help out that's really terrific pat um I get asked a lot by a lot of people um, in the trade, what's the apparel market going to look like you know, after COVID? And, and I laugh because it's like, you know, how to predict. But um, I'd be interested in your, your take on that. You know, um, what will the post, in your opinion, the post-COVID market for apparel look like? And what, what will be the key uh, motivators for consumers when they look to uh, purchase clothes. Yeah, it's definitely uh, definitely changed over the last couple months. Um, luckily, luckily with us, we don't we we do supply you know retailers and whatnot with stuff for denim and jeans and that kind of product. But our model, is based from the Omniverse Group, is more of a direct to consumer model, which is actually we haven't seen a slow in sales. So we're, we're doing well on that side and we're taking the same concept with the PPE stuff where people can order it direct to consumer and it ships to your house or it ships to your business. So for me, it's not affecting much. Uh, for other people, I'm assuming it's probably the hardest times ever. You know, these bigger brands are going to have to figure out new strategies of way to target customers. And, you know, thank, thank goodness we were ahead of that and we, we were, we're on the curve of, of, of what we have uh, you know this pandemic going on so we're i feel as if we're ahead and lots of brands are struggling to figure this one out right now yeah and you know that, and that's such a good point and i think that you know we're going to be watching and seeing and you know what does that look like and how you know who's going to come out on the other side of covid and still be there and um, you know, see those business models and what's going to work for us. So, um, Bob, appreciate you helping and being online and, you know, helping us ask the questions. And Pat, I really appreciate you taking time. Um, I know you just through the interview, I know you were wide open and going. So just thank you for joining us today. It's so great to talk to you. And, um, you know, one thing I did want to ask for those that are listening, if they wanted to follow you or get more information on your company or, you know, just some more of you guys, um, you know, your creative marketing, creative manufacturing, other things, where would you, where could, you know, our listeners go to to find information? Uh, yeah. So you can go to omniverse-group.com and that's O-M-N-I-V-E-R-S-E-group, G-R-O-U-P.com. Um, that way they can kind of see what, see what we have going on and click on the brands we work with, uh, see what's going on as far as our social media, everything like that. And, you know, thanks for having me. Enjoyed uh, taking a little bit of time off the floor, and now I got to head back out there and make uh, make more mass. So, 
Thanks for having me. Hey, no, I like that. And I also, you know, thank you for that, Patty. And make sure we'll let us know because our farmers right now, it's planting time. So we will have plenty of E3 cotton for you to keep making the denim and shirts and PPEs and all of it. So we thank you for that. And we'd also like to thank you, our listeners, for joining us and hope you enjoyed our show. So do you have any questions about the E3 Sustainable Cotton Program from BASF? Please email me at e 3 cotton at basf.com. Thanks, everyone, and see you next time. Mm-hmm.